Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Good morning. Hello. Welcome. Happy you're here. Uh, Full disclosure, I am on my third cup of coffee. You guys, this is dangerous, dangerous territory for me. I usually do pretty good at not having three back to back because I don't want to have a heart attack or anything, but you know, sometimes it happens. (laughs) So here I am in my office recording this podcast with cup numero trace with, of course, my steamed foam. And I love how many questions, I mean, not that many, right? Like I'm no influencer or anything, but there's been like four of you. that have asked about my foamer specifically. And I just love that. And I hope you get it so that you can bring some more joy into your life because it's so good. And also, I just want to say that I use Coffee Mate and milk in my foamer, like a, like mostly milk and then just a splash of Coffee Mate because I like just the hint of vanilla. Uh, and I, I don't do milk alternatives, although I did recently buy some oat milk to give it a try. And, um, you know, I'm just always underwhelmed. <laughs> I'm just always like, God, I really want this to be better. Uh, so milk alternatives do not work that well in the frother, but whole milk is a dream. So there you go. All right. Today, believe it or not, we're not just talking about my milk frother. <laughs> Today. A very important topic, and part of this came to my mind because I have launched a new group program, which is so fun already. We just had our first call yesterday, and there's nine women in the group, and I just, I just couldn't love this more. Uh, you know, I know all of the women in there now, and it's just so fun for me to get to connect these women and to just start to shift the narrative that we have in our brain that we all think. We're the only ones. And this was a big step for a lot of the ladies in the group. I had them all fill out an application. And in almost every single person's application, there was a comment of being nervous, being concerned about a group Zoom call, being concerned about kind of like airing out their insecurities. And I get it. I totally get it. Who wants to talk about that? But what I find, you know, I'm not just doing this so I can make them feel bad, right? (laughs) There's actually a method to my madness. But what I find is that when we, you know, whether it's in a group or whether it's just one-on-one coaching, it doesn't really matter. But when we talk about those skeletons in our closet, when we own what's really going on, when we have a conversation about some of our biggest fears and worries, and even if they sound stupid, you know, you're like, I know how dumb this sounds, but this is what keeps me up at night. Just the simple fact of vocalizing it helps take so much of the power and control those fears have over you away. So I am really excited to see how this group evolves, the shifts the ladies have over the next 60 days. I just, I'm, I'm loving it so far and it's been like 48 hours. So (laughs) 
I'm looking forward to it. But in this group of women, the reason I brought this up is because most, I think maybe every single one of them on their application said something to the effect of, I just worry so much about what others think. I just wish that I didn't have to try and please everyone. I wish that I could just show up and be me and not have to fear what others are thinking or saying about me. And we're going to dig into that a lot in our group, but it brought the topic for today's podcast up, which is confidence versus arrogance. I personally experience this and still do, right? Like I'm a human. I get to do my own work. I'm, we're all continually growing and evolving and, and we have our shortcomings and we get to address them and move on. And like, that's part of the part of being a human. Uh, but what I see happen a lot is the fear of if I'm confident, people aren't going to like me. If I show up, Owning my body, owning my words, owning my life. I'm going to put people down. I went through this a lot where I constantly tried to moderate everything to make sure I didn't ever offend anyone. I didn't want people to know if I was traveling or going on a vacation because I didn't want them to feel bad. I was like, oh my gosh, if they see this, what are they going to think about me? They're going to think I never work. They're going to think I just spend all my money. They're going to think I'm fill in the blank, right? But then on really bad days, I'd be like, oh, I can't show up. I don't want to be the downer. I just, I don't want to, you know, make others feel badly. So I'm just not going to do anything. That's extremely stressful, right? Like I couldn't be too happy because I didn't want to make people feel bad and I didn't want them to, you know, compare their life to me and make them think like they weren't doing good enough in some area. So I was like, I just shouldn't say this. I shouldn't be happy. I shouldn't be this excited. Uh, But also I can't feel sad or at least not too sad, right? It's just like this fine dance for something that we really have no control over. We need to spend more time worrying about what we're thinking about ourselves and way less time focused on what others might be thinking about us. Because while we can influence how someone sees us. We can influence how someone feels. At the end of the day, we just can't control it. And even if we could, I find it much easier to live on this planet accepting that I can't. Because when I would run around trying to make sure everyone felt this way and was happy there and felt okay with this and wasn't offended by what I said and da da da, all of the things, I felt so confused into who I even was. I've mentioned this before, I think, on the podcast, but like when I stopped binging, when I was doing my own work on my food, I swear to you, I didn't even know what I wanted to eat eat. 
I was so lost in my life. I, I didn't know. I was like, I am an adult and I don't even know what I want to eat because for so many years I had done the quote right thing. I had tried to fit in the box of being this kind of human in this society with these kinds of things said about her and just all of this energy put towards fitting in. And this is part of being a human too, right? We are social creatures. We want our community. We want our groups. I think this is a huge reason why CrossFit's so popular, right? Like I'm not here to talk shit about CrossFit, but like it's so popular because we want to fit in somewhere. They've got their whole thing with the food and the exercises and, and the camaraderie and like, go get it. Hell yeah. Find that group. But we want to fit in somewhere. It's just part of human nature. So to be concerned about how others think of you, how you are perceived is very normal and, you know, healthy, right? It just means you're a healthy, functioning human being. But, and here is the really big but, what I see happen is, especially with women, especially with my clients, probably especially if you're listening to this, it's the fear of, I don't want to be, you know, to take it back to my grandma, too big for your britches, I don't want to be arrogant. So what is the difference between confidence and arrogance? I'm so glad you brought that up because I just happened to have the Merriam-Webster dictionary open here and I'm going to read it to you. Confidence, a feeling or consciousness of one's power or of reliance on one's circumstances. Faith or belief that one will act in a right, proper, or effective way. The quality or state of being certain, a relation of trust or intimacy, reliance on another's discretion, support, especially in a legislative body. Yeah, so that is confidence. Now let's look at arrogance. Arrogant. Exaggerating or disposed to exaggerate one's own worth or importance, often by an overbearing manner. Showing an offensive attitude of superiority, proceeding from or characterized by arrogance. So before I recorded this podcast, I was just going to the Googles and reading a little bit about what other people out there said about confidence and arrogance. And I found it to be kind of stressful because, you know, again, this is something that I have dealt with and still like have in the back of my mind. I'm I'm aware of how I show up. However, it doesn't control my every breath like it did in the past. But a lot of what I read online was it's a very thin line. It's a very tight rope. It's easy to go over to arrogant from confidence. And I'm like, Jesus, like this is stressful. I mean, good Lord, most of you out there don't want to be confident because you don't want to be arrogant. And I feel like these articles that I'm reading are just fueling the fire of insecurity and panic. And when you feel that way, what you what I see clients doing is 
completely shutting down, like eliminating all confidence for fear of being arrogant. They're like, it's such a thin line that I'm just going to err on the side of caution and just have no confidence. (laughs) I'm just going to treat myself like garbage so then I can never be perceived as arrogant because that must be the worst thing in the world. I was thinking of one specific person before I recorded this podcast, and I would consider him to be quite arrogant. You know, as I was researching confidence and arrogance, he just kept coming to my mind. He's not my favorite person. I don't care if I ever saw or spoke to him again in my entire life. Like, I just couldn't care less. And you know what? He probably feels the same way about me, right? He can ride his high horse of arrogance until the day that he dies. And he loves it. Or maybe not, like whatever, not my job to figure that out. But he's still moving along, right? He actually has some friends. He's pretty social. He's, I guess, successful. He'll, she'll be, he'll, he will sure be the first one to tell you that he is. Uh, and, and you know what? Fine. That's fine. Let him be his confident slash arrogant self. I'm bringing him up because we spend so much of our time, again, trying to control what others think of us. But really, so what? I don't like this dude. I don't care about him at all. And you know what? He doesn't give a shit what I think about him. He's moving along in his life, doing his thing, having a great time. So am I, right? I don't sit at home every single day thinking about how arrogant he is and how much I hate him. Like, I just, I don't. That's pointless. But Seeing that even if someone does think you happen to be arrogant, who cares? I made a post recently where I was wearing these new Betsy Johnson diamond boots that I got that are amazing in a pink bodysuit on my stairs and a leopard hat on. And when I posted it, I had a hesitation. I was like, is this too much? Is this too confident? Do I come across as arrogant? I had all of these thoughts in my head. And I thought about why I was posting it. And the intention behind me posting that photo was because I was having a great time. I was having such a fun time. I love those boots. I thought it was a fun photo. I was in the in the zone, right? I was just popping off some photos. I was just having a great morning. I felt really confident. I wasn't making that post because I wanted everyone to see how much better I was than them. I wasn't making the post to intentionally make anyone feel bad. I was making the post because I felt good. I felt great. I was having a wonderful morning. So I popped it off. The difference between arrogance and confidence is one is about you, 
right? You feel confident. You enjoy what you're doing. You love the life that you have. You love the outfit that you're wearing. You're enjoying the people that you're with, the job that you have, the body that you're in. Arrogance is, I'm so much better than you. You're the worst. No, no. Let me tell you about my experience. And, you know, that's like the dude that I was mentioning. I mean, any time anyone said anything, he had a one-upper on everyone. How he had it so much worse, or he's had it so much better, or he's done what they've done times 10. And it's just like, Jesus, okay, great. We get it. You're the best. So it wasn't that he was just talking about him, but it was about how he was better than every other person. And I'll be the first to admit I've been arrogant. It happens. I'm human, (laughs) right? Sometimes I get a little too cocky and I get slapped back down and it feels like shit. It's a gut punch. It's like, oh gosh, I wish I wouldn't have said that, right? It happens and it's fine. You learn from these experiences. We all make mistakes. We all have trial and error. We all have opportunities for growth. That's part of life. And what you really need to work on is the acceptance and the grace around those times. Giving yourself the permission to not get it right and to kind of sink back into your shell like a little snail or like a little turtle that's just like, and you suck back in and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to reassess. I need to feel some feels before I can stick my head back out into public. But do not not show up for fear of what they might think. Because again, we just have no control over what the other person is going to think. And you know, I know Ryan Holiday wrote the book, The Ego is the Enemy, that's just kind of coming to my head right now. And it's been a couple years since I've read that, so I'm not even going to try and quote it or anything. But just going off the title, we need some ego. We need some confidence boosters and some self-esteem, or we would never do anything, right? In my group call yesterday, I was telling them that You know, I had to pump myself up because there were days, especially early on when I was promoting it, where I just wanted to throw in the towel. I was like, this is, who am I? I can't do this. I'm not good. They're going to be so disappointed in the work that I do. I should just cancel everything, come up with some kind of moderately believable excuse and just stop everything. And I had to pump myself up. I had to remind myself, I know what I'm doing, and this is going to be amazing. This is going to be transformative. And I do really believe that. So is that confident? Is it cocky? Maybe. But you know what? Who cares? (laughs) Again, who cares? Is it moving you in the direction that you want? You can be extremely confident without ever saying anything, right? It's more about the energy that you have within yourself. You know, when you see someone and you walk into a room and you're just like, whoa, 
Who is that? You just want their energy because it is so just magnetizing. Someone that comes to my mind that carries that energy and that confidence is Lizzo. You know, Lizzo and Beyonce are two people that when I listen to their music, when I see them on social media, I don't feel like it's a competition, right? I feel empowered. I feel inspired. I want to put some nice clothes on and shake my booty and and just own my body and own my life. They help me. They give me the permission to own who I am. And when you do this in your life, when you start making that shift, when you begin showing up for relationships in this new energy, in this self-confident energy, people want that. People will be attracted to that. There's this fear that if you show up confident and certain, it might repel other people, or you're going to have all this doubt about who am I to show up with this level of confidence? I don't have the experience or the degree or the education. Confidence doesn't come from those things. Confidence comes from the belief that you have within yourself. It's not a number in the bank. It is not a pant size. It is not something you can frame and hang on your wall. Confidence is what you think about you. And when you show up, when you own who you are unapologetically, you give people permission to do the same. I used to be intimidated and not, I didn't want to be around really confident women because I felt inadequate. But when I began to change the story I had about myself, it is not a coincidence that my social circle began to fill up with confident women who lifted each other up. Confident women who were not arrogant, who did not put the other person down, who did not think they were the absolute best and no one could ever come close to touching them, but women that were just so sure on themselves. Women that loved who they were, the way their body looked, their partner, their life. A raising tide raises all ships. And I believe that to be true in your life and in your relationships. You have no idea the impact you have on other people. But when you start making these shifts, and it doesn't even have to be external, right? It is Confidence is an internal thing. This is why people that get all the promotions or they make all the money or they seemingly just have everything and they still feel like something is missing. This is why I spend so much time helping women love where they are today. There's this belief that if you love where you are today, you love who you are, you love your body, you love your house, you love your job, if you appreciate all of these things, that you'll stop progressing. And that's a lie. 
It is, in fact, loving who you are and feeling confident in who you are that will give you the push to start getting more of what you want, not the opposite. So show up today with some of that Lizzo energy, okay? I'm here for it. I am here for it. Snap a photo in the mirror if you're feeling just super hot in a certain outfit. Decide today that you're the perfect person to be in that relationship, to have that job, to deserve what's being given to you. You can be self-confident without being arrogant. And what other people think of you is none of your business. When you start stepping into this new, confident version of yourself, who needs to be in your life is going to be there. Other people will fall out. That's okay. Let that happen. It's a blessing in disguise. I've made some posts about how when we grow, sometimes we outgrow relationships. Give yourself permission to grow, to change, to feel really good about who you are. Toot your own horn. Because if you don't, no one else will either. Show up in your relationships with the respect you want and deserve. All right, my friends, I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.